0: Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast for your free audiobook. Now on to the show.
1: I don't I, I guess it is because of that the outrageous color and the design of that that, that kind of never. Toxic. It's
0: very, the toxic blood colors, like the. uh, Yeah.
1: But it was, it's, it's surreal. It looks like graffiti art by the time, you know, those characters are done melting down. It looks like eighties graffiti, Mm -hmm. which I guess was the idea. But to have that idea to be like, okay, this is how it's going to happen. And then talking
0: about street trash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, were you there for the whole production?
2: Yes, I was uh, pretty much from the very start that. Street Trash started as a short 16 millimeter film Jim Euro made as a student at School of Visual Arts. Uh it's, he showed it around at all the clubs in uh in the city and it got the attention of uh, some investors. And he, uh Jim's instructor Roy for Roy Frumkes is a screenwriter. He came in as producer and screenwriter and uh fashioned together this whole story you know, from this 15-minute you know, start. Which you can see on YouTube, I think. It's, it's been uploaded. All,
0: all of Street Trash is on YouTube? No, no, the, the short film. The short film. About. Oh, okay, the, sorry.
2: It's kind of like a 15-minute trailer for the whole yeah. feature film. Oh. And then we filmed that on the su- a very hot, blistering summer of 1985.
3: Wow, what's that one? Wow. Uh,
2: at, at the junkyard that was owned by the director's father. Oh, really? Oh, so that's, that explains the That explains the location. It, it takes place in a junkyard. Smart, smart. And, uh, I remember, uh, we had to build the, uh, sort of the area where all the homeless people live. Mm-hmm. So what we had to do on one weekend was just go around our neighborhoods and pick up trash. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it happened to be that, you know, what you see in suburbia all the time, the dump week. Yeah. Where it's like half the belongings of the house are out on the curb. Yeah, like
1: a Wednesday or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's just <laughs> free just props. Oh like, me and my friend Larry, we just like overloaded my car with just all this stuff and go back to Brooklyn and come back to Long Island and get more. Oh, that's awesome. Man. So it's just all this great visual improv stuff.
1: So it was like a real hands on
2: yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. It
1: was, it was pretty much a student films or was it how professional was it or was it like more of a student
2: well film? uh they were lucky enough to get a great cinematographer david sperling who um made that film look a lot more expensive than it was yeah i mean he just really had a great eye uh you know, of course jimmy's very talented as is roy and everybody involved and mike lackey was uh pretty much the head of the makeup department Okay. So he was allowed to experiment a lot. Yeah. You know, with the the winos drinking the viper and then melting into these like these cool popsicle
0: colors. Yeah,
1: like a melted ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to get started? Well, that 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 (laughs) voice, that knowledgeable voice. Yes. Well, let
0: me let me start. Okay. Start, Pete. All right. Sorry, because we're really getting into a lot of uh, good stuff. And uh, welcome to the Pitching Movie Podcast. My name is Peter Bune. I'm Sean King. I am Will Pentarch. And the voice you've been hearing. Uh, already is filmmaker and film historian Glenn Andrew.
2: Hi, how you doing? Hey Glenn. Hi Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Yeah, okay, nice. so let's
0: let's pick up where we left off.
4: Well, uh, we're going to
1: get hardcore schooled in the best way possible by Glenn because he's a historian. <laughs>
4: well, I, before you go, uh, like the the fact that there was like no actual gore, like blood, in the movie, like uh, we're talking about Street Trash, by the way. We're right. still talking about Street yeah, 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 we
0: kind of started recording in the middle yeah. of a conversation. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> how sorry, we do sorry, shit. Glenn. That's
4: how Pete does we ass- it.
0: We, we assaulted you with that so, start.
4: There's no blood. There's really no like. Could you get away with doing Street Trash like on like showing that on television? Like even then, it like I know it had like a, a an R rating or like an NC seventeen. Like, what was it rated R?
2: I'm not too sure what the rating was. I think there was two versions that you know that got out there, mm-hmm. so um, that. Uh, but I mean, I don't know what the theatrical rating because, was.
1: Yeah, because you think like there was some there was some like real gore, but most of the gore was these outrageous surrealist Colors meltdowns. Yeah. yeah, but and, and like back then in '85, they were cracking down on violence, or they were starting to really crack down on violence. I guess the MPAA was. When I was growing up and I was, I wanted to make the most extreme splatter gore possible when I was like 12 or 13. I would just try to, and street trash came out. And I was like, Oh my God, I have to see this, but movies were just getting cut and cut and cut because of violence, but they would let things go. Like in my favorite movie, Evil Dead 2, if the blood was green yeah. or blue, they would, they would allow it. Or if the violence was happening to a monster, it was fine. But once you, like, the castration scene in Street Trash, that was like, I'm sure that was like a hot button for a censor, you know?
2: <laughs> well, it was also, that was uh, some very clever editing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just uh, the actor's facial expression as, you know, he's losing his member. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is an amazing scene. But, the little funny story, um, Roy um, was invited to be on one of these, like, morning talk shows, morning television shows. Uh, that's definitely, you know, very women orientated. And uh they said, Why don't you come on and talk about uh street trash? He also had to have some dental work done that morning. Oh so he had a mouthful of Novocaine or uh-huh. brain full of Novocaine and it's wearing off by the time he's doing the show, but not enough. Was this on camera or was this like this was on camera, okay. so he thought, you know, he's gonna be it's gonna be something like us, you know, we're all gonna you know, talk all about street trash. So yeah. all of a sudden, these ladies come out, and they say, you know, they, this is the Mother's Association of America, uh, and we are trying song. to stamp out got this glut of yeah. horror films, and <laughs> especially films like yours, and all Roy could do is just sort of smile, like, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> As cotton comes out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. oh, man. That's so he,
3: yeah, he
1: got ambushed. He's like, now you have to explain yourself, sir, for that. Castration football scene.
0: Wow.
2: And, uh, <laughs> I know my scene was very, my death scene in the film. They threw, you know, as is every low budget film, you ask cast, uh, crew members to become cast members. Yeah. And vice versa. Uh, I gotta say, you fit in with the, uh, you know, the, the, the oh, people you. there very, very well. So my, like, my character <laughs> gets, that they briefly wrote in, um, gets stabbed in the neck by, uh, the, Head villain Bronson, uh, played by Vic Noto. And they, you know, they gave him a a knife, you know, a stage knife that had a tube in it that gushed blood. And they put uh, a tube underneath my uh, costume, which gushed blood. And I had blood coming out of my mouth. Uh, And then I get thrown off of this ledge. I actually got to do my own stunt. Nice. uh And suppose there's a shot of me lying on the pavement with my brain splattered out.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. And, but it was like technicolored brain splatter. Oh, right? no,
3: it was... This, it was, was, this, this it was... Bright this red? He, this he, he didn't real. drink the Viper. Yeah, this oh, was an like actual drink. This was an regular
2: actual murder death. And I remember going to see it at a midnight showing at the Waverly Theater in downtown Manhattan. And, uh, seated in front of me are three college girls. And they are reacting and screaming. Oh, great. That's amazing. You know, just like oh, covering their eyes. And I had to just like tap them on the shoulders, like, no, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should have had some blood running out
2: of
0: you. You I'm it. I'm fine as blood's dripping down your <laughs> eyeballs and nose. I'm here. It's okay. It's okay.
2: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the, you know, the, uh, most of the gore in street trash is just very, you know, just, like, very over-the-top.
0: Yeah. Almost cartoonish. Right?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's surreal. It's Well, that, just that whole like toilet scene art. where the
4: guy's, like, seeping into the toilet. Yeah. One, genuinely, like, super disturbing. Just, yeah. if you put yourself in that person's position, like, <laughs> being <laughs> being melted from the inside and then turning into, like, this amorphous Ooh. blob inside of a toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is a really shitty way to go. Yeah, but you're just <laughs> literally like,
1: you just can't blink when these sequences are happening. No, because you've never not at seen all. anything like it, and there hasn't been anything like it since. But Glenn, going back, um, uh, you you've you've produced, you've directed, you've you've wrote your own features, you've done documentaries, you you do these uh film lectures, you you do these studies on film. But what what was it like? I mean, you you go back from the New York scene in the eighties, I assume. Like seventies, seventies. Okay, so what was it like? Did I mean? Wh- did you experience New York like the movie theater scene in New York? Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, the famous kind of grindhouse. Uh... The, the grindhouses on Forty Second Street. What was that like, man? Tell us about that. Oh,
2: because
1: that... I, I mean, I I got a little bit of it in the eighties, but I was at the tail end of it, man. And, but just to be in that.
2: Oh, for example, magic. that's where I saw the remake of Scarface. Okay, you know, nineteen eighty three. I saw oh. it in one of those. Grindhouse movie theaters where yeah. people are talking back to the screen. Uh, oh, that must have been great. fights are, you know, arguments are breaking out between boyfriends and girlfriends in the theater yeah. during the movie. So there's the famous scene where they've got the guy thrust up in the bathtub and they're going to chain oh, the chainsaw. His, oh yeah, you know, chainsaw his legs, and they're all cracking up laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, audience are just like so Look passionate. at him. Look at this <laughs> look at him. Look what's happening to him. So oh my God. a week later, a friend of mine go to and I go to see at the Comac Multiplex out here in Long Island and it's like m- Fathers with their kids are like even the fathers like holding their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: way
0: different audience. Yeah, you saw the family version uh, reaction. Suburban the suburban audience way different than the (laughs) Times Square of the '80s audience.
1: Well, probably the most famous you know uh, audience in the world would be the 42nd Street you know audience of the '70s and '80s era. I mean, if you're talking about like legendary audience experiences watching a
0: movie, yelling back at the screen.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just you know when you when you see a movie outrageous like that that's the audience you wish you could watch it with i assume Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and with all the disgustingness that comes along with it i mean there's
2: one movie i i guess i think it was called something mountaintop massacre does anybody top motel massacre that's it wow uh 19 around 1982 (laughs) or three and there's a scene in there where it's it's just like you know it's the cliche done to death it's the the kids are all up in this mountain retreat And the girl, this girl's like running around this barn looking for her friends. And she's saying, come on, Scooter, Joey, where are you? This is not funny. And then all of a sudden the killer comes, pins her to a table, takes some huge like machete or something, some gutting knife, right into her stomach. Yeah. And then just starts cutting up and up and up to her throat. And And it's all on camera. Yeah, you see this. The audience is going berserk. It's a packed house on like a Friday night. When it all calms down and all the screaming stops, one voice way in the back. That was cool. Show that again. (laughs) (laughs) A little little kid or something? Something like that.
0: (laughs) A little kid. Well, I, st- that I That kid was Jeffrey Dahmer. No. <laughs> well, we're, we're in, uh, Hollywood. We're in the Hollywood Towers right now, right, where yeah. our boss works. He's back from vacation, I assume.
1: Uh, he's back from his international trip. Yeah. And it is. It was tremendous. We
0: are in, we are in the Times Square area. Um, <laughs> where, where we, we, we are, are employed. Yes. Um, and often on my days off, I do go, I still go to the 42nd Street movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And it is, depending on the movie, it can be either irritating or yeah, super awesome.
1: If you see like a Final Destination movie, it's yeah. probably be fun.
0: Like that movie what's it Lights Out? I saw I, yeah. I I went to see Lights Out, and it was actually enjoyable to be like, you know, oh hell no, you know, just yeah. people yelling it. But like, if you want to see like, um, I don't know, like a the lobster. Of the...
4: If you're gonna see the lobster, don't see yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Well, you so go it's, it's still
0: it's before. still a very if you're if you want to get watch a movie where you're deeply enthralled, you don't want to go to that right. those theaters. Right. Um. Yeah. So, but there is a little bit of that th- th- still exists.
1: It's, it's still, yeah. Th- I think the audience is
0: still there, but you know the 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 it's shrines different. and temples. People are people are on their phones now. Yeah.
1: See, I, that's why I go that, to movies on like Monday I and Tuesday uh, mornings for the matinees because uh-huh. I want to I want to go with the proper audience.
2: Well, another thing that's gone from um, <clears throat> the city are the um, sort of revival houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, once. Home video uh came in around the early 80s. Uh, now these films were available at your corner store, so you didn't have to travel into the city to see them. Right. But what they would do, a lot of these revival houses, they'd have great double features. So, for instance, you would go see Alfred Hitchcock's The 39 Steps. Mm-hmm. That's like the main feature. But with it is like an obscure film of his from England, maybe like Rich and Strange, or which is not a... A suspense film, so you get to see, uh, you know, Hitchcock evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, this really nice old double feature, and of course it was either thirty-five millimeter or sixteen millimeter prints. And um, I mean, we were all collected the the program guides for all these theaters, and we'd make trips into the city to see these films. Yeah. Well,
0: they're starting. They're they're starting to come back a little bit, like like theaters like Videology or Metrograph, or even the Alamo. Yeah, they, they, they are, are show, or like yeah. you go to the IFC, which is almost like the the Cinema Art Center, yeah. or, or or the Cinema Art Center itself yeah. would show classic movies. Right. Or, right. Uh,
1: so, th- so there are those shrines, you know. Yeah. The churches you, have, you can go to. That you have still, to seek it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Did you hear they're closing the landmark Sunshine Theater?
2: Oh wow! It's
0: another one, yeah, another theater. Fun, yeah. Like they closed the Zigfield last year, which yeah. was a. Uh, I love the Zig It looked like that's where they used to have really big uh movie premieres. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's where I saw Hugh Jackman. Yeah, we're all the history, you know. With, <laughs> all the history, you know, yeah. It's crazy. And then but, the Sunshine Theater was, which one of my one of my favorite New York City theaters but, is closing. You know,
1: for one that closes down, you get a you get a Nighthawk or or a Alamo,
4: or you know, you you do get yeah. New ones, like, so you like know? in a way, isn't it kind of like just better? In the end, for, like, because well, at least you're going to have those people who are, like, enthusiasts and love that. Yeah. Well, but,
0: those theaters are for movie lovers, you know? Yeah, it's
4: not as romantic as the old kind of palaces, I guess. I don't know. know. I go to, like, the Nighthawk, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I would much prefer. It's got this punky kind yeah. of, like. Well, that vibe. specifically, yeah. It feels like you're underground again. Yes. But you're
1: really not, but it, 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 it does. It's more inclusive, definitely, than a. You know, you know, a of, multiplex. Then I'm sure you know a, a Times Square theater was back in the you know the yeah. 80s yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's much more inclusive. But Glenn, going back, like there, there's a time for every every nerd or every filmmaker or every artist that they saw something that impacted them so much that made them think, "Oh my god, I have to be involved with this art form." And this art form for you was film. Yeah. What was that moment, man? Like, go back. Oh, it, were you a kid? First like what thing was, you ever saw that made I mean, you want to be? Yeah, saw her, a whatever, read whatever it was. was.
2: I remember uh, again uh, as a horror film from about 1960 called Horror Hotel. Oh yeah, that's it movie. was uh, made in England as City of the Dead, but released here as Horror Hotel. <clears throat> and I remember seeing this as I was about eight or nine years old, and there's a scene again going back to uh, these like witches. Pin this girl down, uh, on like a sacrificial altar. You have a thing with pinning people down. Pin- yeah, something about this. <laughs> and hotels. Are, you know, are now <laughs> right. our second, you know, woman being pinned down and <laughs> in a hotel. Stabbed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's screaming and the knife is going up in the air and the knife comes down. And then there's this cut, mm-hmm. a matching cut to, the same type of knife going into a birthday cake. <laughs> okay. We're that's panning good. out to, to a birthday party. I'm like, what did I just see? <laughs> and my older sister was in the room. She says, that, that's called film editing. Okay. <laughs> that's what a filmmaker does. And I'm like, really? And that was like your mind exploded at that moment. I was right? like, what else does a filmmaker do? <laughs> hmm. So I guess that's it. And also it's like uh, – Watching all these films on uh, television, like uh, going back to horror films, you'd see uh, The Bride of Frankenstein, you'd see and you'd be very fascinated by Boris Karloff. So yeah. I don't know if you remember the yeah. old TV guides, they had the movie listings and they listed yeah, sure. the first three actors and actresses in the film, so you'd immediately look for Karloff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then sometimes it may be Karloff in a non-horror film like The Lost Patrol. Uh-huh. So, like, oh, that was cool. Now I want to check out John Ford, who directed that. And so it's sort of like it... Mm-hmm. Branched out. From virals that. out. Yeah, yeah. To, like, you you just want to catch, like, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. You had to, like, study. You had to read up on... You had to seek it out, well, pretty much. Well,
2: spent
1: his life studying, <laughs> yeah. the, you know...
2: And that was also the and fun thing, was um, you know, things were a little bit more serious, I think, back then, because... Uh, we're talking about late night TV. Uh, this film would come on like one forty-five in the morning on Channel 9. Uh, and then it will not be back for another three or four months. Yeah. Wow. Uh, nowadays, it's, well, Search maybe it. it's on YouTube. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, buy it on Amazon.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, obviously catching it on late night TV is a discovery. Because, I mean, in the 80s and 90s we had, you know, we had Up All Night or, you know, shows that featured obscure movies. Mm-hmm. And that's how you find a lot of your favorite movies, is just by chance. But now, like you said, YouTube or Amazon, type in a keyword and boom. It's all right there.
4: Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, when... and that sucks though because like, that romance, like you I... said, is gone from it. Well, I'm not a kid anymore, so I love it. I love the fact that... You can just go look.
1: Yeah, but being a kid now must suck because of that convenience. But being a kid being able to catch that shit by chance on TV was, was amazing. But this is just as cool because now I know most of these things and I can just search them and have them within two seconds. It's like, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. Well,
4: that's, for that's me, great. like when I was growing, I was like Joe Bob Briggs on monster yeah. vision. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I would find so many movies mm-hmm. just watching that. And I, and though of course they'd be like edited and stuff. Then I'd go to the video store and I'd find that movie and yeah. I'd watch the whole movie unedited. Right. And, the, and that was kind of just like perfect. And like, you don't, you, you, like you can't even revive that anymore. You know, what's, like Spenghuli is probably the closest one that you could do.
0: Current modern day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An interesting thing that I find is uh, the mismembering of movies from that you saw as a kid. Oh yeah, and the then, of well, them? yeah. Where you like you're trying to discuss a movie. And it's almost like you're picking out pieces. Like I can't remember the name, or I can't remember. But there was this scene, and then you you go back and you try to seek it out, and it's not the same as you remember it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But that also can uh, uh, inspire you to do your own version. Yeah. As a filmmaker,
2: well, I I would have that happen. Uh, uh, that a lot of these films I saw as a child, these horror films, uh, I would not see again until maybe in my twenties. You know, there'd be a good fifteen year lapse of. Not seeing these films because they just were not available. Uh, and one was a, uh, film with Barbara Steele called The Castle of Terror.
3: Hmm.
2: And it's about this man who has to spend, you know, he takes a bet to stay overnight in a haunted house. Is that
1: Nightmare Castle as well?
2: Is that- uh, that's a different that's film. A different one, okay. Uh, but Castle of Terror, he goes there and there's Barbara Steele there, this beautiful brunette, spooky eyed girl who, um, Turns out she's a ghost, and all these ghosts are. Um, Whoa!
0: Come- the lights just went out. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean,
2: There's that, a short circuit in uh, that. Okay, just- <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> everyone <laughs> just. It's
0: <laughs> not the ghost of Barbara Steele.
1: Barbara Steele's <laughs> here.
0: Now we're sitting in the basement of Hollywood Towers, Howard's Hollywood in the dark. So, uh, picture that for the listeners. Uh, Continue. So anyway, any,
2: <laughs> anyway, just remember this great film had had these really cool, like you said, little scenes in there. Uh that were just very spooky. Uh like one at the end of the film, okay, this is a spoiler alert. Uh he's trying to run away from the castle with Barbara Steele and she's saying, No, I'm dead, I'm dead. And she trips and he watches her decompose into a skeleton before his eyes. Mm, that's
3: awesome. And
2: uh I just remember as a kid, oh, that's so cool. It's like this movie's awesome. Then you see it again, and it's like the cheesiest dissolve. Yeah, right? yeah, You know, that doesn't even match.
1: What's it, the child mind is gone? Yeah, yeah it's,
2: it's like, like, yeah, now you're looking at it like, no. That's
1: a terrible that's matting bad. dissolve. Oh, man. Yeah, right,
0: right. But when you're a kid, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah And then exactly. you grow up with this this horrific image in your brain, and the same feeling is still there. Mm-hmm. And then as an adult, when you watch it, you're like, this isn't that as effective. It? Yeah, it's not as effective. That
1: was it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then as a filmmaker, you think, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to you know do it, you know, my memory of it.
1: Right, right.
3: right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, talk about your, your projects, and you just
1: you have an interesting one that you're finishing up now.
2: Okay, the one I'm finishing up now is called the Wendy Wilde story, and uh, Wendy Wilde's my s- older sister. She's also one of the ones that would say to me, uh, don't, don't watch the Flintstones, watch Dark Shadows. Oh yeah. nice awesome. and yeah. so that's a great that's a great
0: uh <laughs> influence. A great, on, yeah. a great
2: influence right there, and uh what happened was she moved into uh, the city from Long Island around nineteen seventy eight and she became part of the punk rock new wave scene in the Lower East Side. And uh they would do these really crazy ideas for bands like uh they were thinking of doing a a female polka punk band called Das Furlines. <laughs>
0: That's great.
2: <laughs> and uh then another one called the Love Delegation where they combined like 80s punk with 60s hippie. Mm-hmm. And we get this really neat sort of, you know, mixture going. And that whole area just had these really wild artists that just... Yeah. Oh, the legendary know,
1: artists. Everybody man,
2: yeah. just um, worked on each other's stuff. Uh, there was... uh you know, the glam performer John Sex, um was it the Lady Bunny, Jody Joey Arias, all these people, they'd all work, you know, with each other.
0: Was she more into the uh media than the music? Like she created like punk rock media than uh, videos, more, than... more of the music.
2: Yeah, okay. And more of the concepts. So you have
0: a lot of content you're, you're... There's a
2: lot of content and That's great. So um what happened, unfortunately, uh, she passed away from cancer in nineteen ninety six. And, uh, it just, there was all this, like, great material. So when I was telling her friends, they became my friends too. I'm, I want to do this project. Uh, one of her friends, April, had, uh, contacted this group that saved all this footage from the Lower East Side, from the early eighties. There was this, uh, uh, filmmaker, um, Nelson Sullivan. And what he did, he took the one of those old, I don't know if you remember those old VHS cameras. Mm-hmm. Sure. That was bulky. And if you, let's say, if a car taillights went by, it would leave like a red streak yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> All right. Remember those? That's yeah.
0: where we got our start, right? Those are cool. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah.
2: And he went out and filmed the streets constantly. And then any sort of performance, a lot of Wendy's performances, he would go and film those. Wow. And so it, he had hours and hours of footage. Hours and hours oh of God. this great footage. And there's also what they like to do. They like to do, um, spoofs of uh broadway shows mm-hmm. so they did um <laughs> on stage like on stage like they oh, did uh funny. bye bye birdie uh-huh. but they all did it like they did like very futuristic like almost like in martian costumes
1: <laughs> oh wow that must have been
2: awesome <laughs> and you know we we have the footage and these people were so happy i was doing this they just said go ahead you 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 know, use the footage.
1: Yeah, man. You're not only chronicling your your family member, your sister, but you're 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 chronicling that an era, that amazing time for art in mm-hmm. New York, which is you know we all missed Forty Second Street in the seventies, but this was like another time and place that you just wish that you you know, like when I think back, I'm like I was too young for that, but I was like oh man, if I can go back in any time, it would probably be that area. In the late 70s, early 80s, because and, it's pure magic. It and is.
0: also movies that try to recreate that, just, they're missing something. Yeah, you can't, yeah. And to have actual footage of that time is almost like finding treasure. Yeah, and like, absolutely. You have to sift through the treasure and um, find gold. Yeah.
2: Well, it's kind of like, that happens a lot with Hollywood, especially when they try to recapture Times Square. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, you know, what they would do is, for instance, let's say the hookers that are walking around in the movie in the Hollywood Times Square, I mean, there are these like actresses that are, you know, very athletic. They're, they're taking very good care of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right, you know, they have yeah. beautiful skin, beautiful hair. Perfect and makeup, if you yeah. remember the ones walking around Times Square, yeah, they didn't look like they that. No, 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 no. no, no,
1: no. no, no. <laughs> they were larger. They were lumpier. And they were, yeah, it was, you know,
2: it, yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you were to like to tell the executives, like, oh, well, no, yeah, you, ha- you know, you should really cast this, like, you know the lumpier types. Yeah, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh real, no, no, real looking no absolutely yeah. not." No, yeah. the bar graph shows you can't do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> These yeah. hookers
0: are
1: not camera ready. Well, if you, if you want, if you want real, like you know, New York back then, there's certain movies that. Yeah, I think like, Taxi Driver. I was about to say, it. I think of Taxi Nadiac. Driver. Yeah, Nadiacs. yeah, there yeah. are those New York movies that really kind of like you said, they're almost like it's almost like found footage. It's so documentary almost. Yeah, that mm-hmm. captures that real style, and that's exactly how. I mean I lived there in nineteen eighty six and it was phasing out, but I remember walking down, you know, the forty second street. Safe. No, it wasn't. I mean there it was, wasn't Disney. There was prostitutes everywhere and crack dealers everywhere. Yeah. I mean it was it was the fucking jungle. It was crazy.
2: Well there was you know? actually a uh a group uh that they would hand out these flyers at train stations and at airports. And it showed a picture of this evil grinning skull, and it says, you know, welcome to Fear City.
0: Oh, I feel like I saw that recently somewhere, too. That's fucking awesome.
2: And Mm -hmm. it was all, they said, basically, stay, and this is in my documentary, uh, stay, you know, in Midtown Uh (laughs) during (laughs) the daytime. Do not go, venture out at night. That's right. right. Do not go into the Lower East Side. It was was for the tourists. Scaring tourists.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, uh, That's you right. know, it's just, I think you can find them online. And and, they're yeah. Hysterical. And there were
1: pamphlets. Yeah. There were actual pamphlets, like the rules of visiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like, you know, downtown or midtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is great.
0: And now yeah. we're there. <laughs> we
1: are there and it's much boring, much more boring now
0: making movies. But Glenn, Pitching thank you movies.
1: so much for, for popping in, man. And, uh, we really need your help. Okay. okay? Because here on the pitched movie podcast, we work for our boss, Mr. Hollywood, who's, at the top floor of this this building, we're in the basement, our job is to come up with movie pitches for him every week. And like every week, Pete, Will, and myself, we had a whole week to come up with a, a, an idea, and we waited till the last minute, and now we're pressured because we have nothing. We waited until the last minute of the week, which is right now, and it's a good thing you hear it because right now we got to come up with a whole movie pitch from top to bottom, from soup to nuts. Uh, but we got nothing, man, and we really need your help.
0: Are you up for the challenge?
4: And,
1: I'm uh, up for the challenge. All right, because
4: I mean, you, you, you—it's a daunting task, <laughs> especially when Sean takes a year and a half to explain what we're doing. It's hey, <laughs> my job. Man. Uh, you know,
0: what? like I said before, like I can't get my brain working until he does that. Yeah, it's it—it's like it's an like, OCD of mine. Now
4: this shit officially starts. You know? like, now I feel like let we the got... games begin. Now we gotta well, to go to work. Si- uh, since, like since we're all talking about like. It sounds like we should make a period piece, and then we have someone here who's like a wealth of knowledge on doing something in that time frame. What kind of movies do you want to make, though? You want to make what, an action movie? You want to make a drama? You want to make an art I, house film, horror film?
0: I do like the
1: idea of a period piece. Yeah. Well, what what inspires you, Glenn? Like, what what do you see that you're like, I, I got to create oh, this world?
2: Or like... uh, part of it is, you know, uh, when you see a film you absolutely love, like when... I was in high school, I just had this thing for very early Hitchcock mm-hmm. in his British period and I wanted to make those type of films. Okay. And I just
0: saw Dial M for Murder for the first time. Oh yeah. At yeah. um yeah, one of those revival Brooklyn theaters. and so good. So
2: I would have these films of you know, relied very heavily on editing and I was discovering Orson Welles at the time, so I was doing a lot of like Wells type of stuff and uh-huh um you know you just watch the film you know you watch those films on super eight and you just see okay he's watched that 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 yeah. but it's also it's like films that would just like infuriate me Not i wouldn't say infuriate me but i'm like why do they do this like the thing is i grew up with two uh older sisters that were they weren't like sports gr- you know girls or anything but they they were athletic they could run they could you know, uh, run fast. I was always confused by the monster movies at the time that uh, the girl runs away from the monster and she like immediately,
3: <laughs> down. Yeah, right.
2: And then the Which guy has happens. to help her up. Yeah. And so when I did my first feature film, I said, I'm reversing that. You know, the guy's going to go down like a you know, like a bowling pin and the girl's gonna like yank him up. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, that's the way I was brought up. And yeah, okay. It's like what I'm working on now, very briefly, talking about pitching. Uh, it's a series of films called Thrilling. And it's uh, th- three films. Uh, one's a horror film, the other's a, uh, suspense thriller the other one's a comedy is this an anthology or is it like a, a three features it's like three short films okay okay uh, kind of like what law suburbia
0: was okay cool that's and uh, our movie
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's>,
0: sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so was, really good so that film. yeah you know law that suburbia was an anthology that sean and i right. produced together right.
2: and that yeah, you know, talk about influences that that's an influence cool and uh so but it's going to be strong valiant women Okay. Yeah. Cool. Women who like are like that. the real crime, you know, the real like problem solvers, you know, they, they throw themselves into danger just to, you know, save the day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like a reaction to all this stuff you see on like the Lifetime channel. Yeah. Like right. whenever they, you know, they're the overly dramatic women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, you know, if the woman's supposed to be, you know, uh, the, the problem solver. It's somehow they throw in, okay, she has to be nasty. She has to be bitchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angry at everybody in the whole movie.
1: So, so their idea of a powerful woman is just a, like a domineering kind of. Yeah,
2: domineering. yeah, you know, with a husband who just like snores throughout the entire yeah, yeah, film. Sure. So
0: you want to make something that's more real,
2: more real, more fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. We're, yeah not f- gonna, we're not going to fun- pilfer your idea.
1: Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what's cool is like some movies get written with a male lead in mind, mm-hmm. or maybe just a non-specific not gender specific yeah not yeah and then and then you know they they cast the female and they just
0: have to change a couple of things you know what i learned you know, recently like alien was like i was that. about to say it's just like um because in like maybe two or three episodes ago we were talking about alien yeah and we weren't sure i was listening to it we weren't sure if uh ripley was written in a male it, role yeah it was it yeah, was yeah, it walter was, yeah. hill i had no idea that uh, yeah, walter hill yep. changed it to a female yeah hero right right um, but
1: Tannel bannon wrote it as a
0: yeah, yeah.
4: A, a man. Because he's a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. But, well, like, we keep going back to Ripley being to one him. of the That's best right.
0: cinematic heroes, heroines.
4: <laughs> right, but and it, they have not, not in, not even in Prometheus or Alien Covenant have they been able to, like, match that. Well, I
1: think James Cameron, who writes excellent women, car- female characters. Sure, Sarah Connor. Really took it to the next level with Aliens. Yeah, but I it mean. was still Ripley, you know? Well, yeah, but, but it was time for Ripley to be Ripley, and, you know, you... You know, you gave her a story and you made her just like the bravest person in the whole, you know. And the the, military guys are inept.
0: She was, she was (laughs) much
1: more brave than the Marines. She was the last one to fucking, you know, it's like, you know, she's going to outlive the Marines like these badass alien hunters. I don't know.
4: Maybe it's, maybe you and I grew up in like in a similar way, but like chicks in film, like chicks being the action stars, like I've always, I've always been about that.
1: It's so much more interesting. I mean, you know, especially when you see it a hundred damn stallone flicks and yeah you know, fucking i you mean know,
4: like could you get away just, with doing a female rambo like i mean today you absolutely could and you'd it be can. like applauded yeah. you'd have to call it rambet. Ram- Ram- rambet? <laughs> no, like, ramba rambet no 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 see like even <laughs> Ram- today, by, by, like, <laughs> by like uh like i would definitely say like i'm uh, i would be a i would be a, in line with early feminism like uh where it's an uh, equality thing and it's yeah. not like Men hating, like it is now. I would but, assume that all of us, yeah, would be in line with that. I think, but for the most part, like I, I was just like I look at women as just stronger entities in general. They give birth; they got to go through an immense amount of pain. They got like they, yeah. their life is infinitely harder than most men, and like yep. I, men just take it for granted and they they look at like you look at men through like this uh this lens of just like yeah they're the hero and shit, but
3: like yeah, Automatically.
4: heroism doesn't necessarily mean you have a dick. No, I think it's more strength than anything else. Absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's
0: resilience and strength.
1: You know,
4: so you know what,
0: do we want to do a, a period piece with
1: a strong female character? It's called period piece. It's a woman t- having a period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just
0: get the fuck out of here! <laughs> get out. Oh, uh, okay, uh, thank you. Whoa, we don't do did we? We don't even have a pitch. No, we have we, a studio <laughs> note already. <laughs> we didn't even start our real pitch. But this I is think, what
4: <laughs> I, I
1: think we got. We got the start of something, but the note came in a oh, little. Geez. You know, it was, so uh, Glenn,
0: the um. <laughs> i have a hard time so the the, the person you just the saw note. that came in with a note that's mr hollywood junior's secretary
2: yeah okay
0: and so hollywood junior is trying to get into the family business of movie making he's and, in the business oh he's been in the business now but he now started at the, top. the way he does it is usually he he finds us in the basement sends a secretary and gives us a note mm-hmm. and if we don't use it we, we could either use it or not use it but if we don't use it, we'll we'll lose like 11 billion dollars yeah. off the budget.
1: Our budget will be $500 will oh, be <laughs> sliced. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, usually these are more we these should use are more the uh influenced by uh money making. These are this is more business oriented than creative. This is ideas. not a creative note I can tell you right now. Oh, here we go.
4: What and, is the note? This week's, read it. this
1: week's mandated note from the fucking top or what mandated. Ooh. It's we must include a robot sidekick.
4: Oh. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. A robot sidekick in a period piece. Uh All right. Yes. Oh, definitely. I have an. I have an idea.
1: Okay. Are we doing? Are we doing a period piece? What? What time period? A period piece. I say
4: late (laughs) seventies, early eighties. Right. Late Late seventies, early early eighties. Can it be sci-fi? New York, like a Blade Runner Mm. type thing,
0: but it's
2: in the past. Can
4: we go back further? I'm thinking go back
2: further.
1: Yeah. How? How much further? Like not a steampunky robot, but something like something like an automaton or something. Thinking that was 60s? Made, I'm thinking 20s or 30s. How it? about... Whoa.
4: Like a steampunk kind of thing? Yeah, but, okay, you know... Okay, because the kids would know
2: this now.
0: Okay, Go. so Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind era? Scarlett O'Hara oh,
2: has a robot sidekick. Whoa. Ooh,
1: let's do a sequel to Gone with the Wind. How about... Oh, geez. Yeah. Scarlett O'Hara lives on and... Um, lives on. And, I got to know yeah.
4: how we're getting the robot into this time <laughs> period here.
1: Well, they did have, you know, they did have... Crude animatronics back then. It right? was a
2: secret weapon that the Confederacy was going to huh. use against the Union. Oh, here we but go. But then, when okay. the Confederacy was falling apart, when Atlanta was being raided, that famous scene in, yeah, you know, you know, with Rex Butler rescuing so we're Olivia. Gonna, we're,
4: we're gonna Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. This, I guess.
3: So mm, it's no. you know,
2: the, there's this Gone With They the could always be talking about. Um, oh, there was a doctor. Oh, Doc Mead for all you Gone With the Wind fans. That he's got this secret weapon. Oh man. That they were going to use against, uh, the Union.
0: (laughs) Oh.
3: And it's this robot. (laughs) So he's a
2: scientific doctor, not
1: like a medical doctor.
0: Is it like
2: a gun robot? Like a mecha suit or something? Like, he's got to talk.
1: Okay. Okay. So
2: it's like when the, um, when Sherman's army's coming into Atlanta and everybody's, you know, you know, looking to run and they're you know, Scarlet and Red are saying, we got to get out of here. The robot should be like kind of sarcastic and be like, oh, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wisecracking robot. Wisecracking <laughs> steampunk,
2: steampunk
0: so like, robot. We're, we're revising history a little bit, aren't we? It's a revisionist history.
4: Can our female protagonist and robot sidekick come from another time? because that, that mm. how are you going to we didn't even have basic robotics
1: well let's let's start from the beginning let do we want we don't want to jump into the middle of gone with the wind but maybe we want to take that character from it or a character? I know, would like honestly Scar- like a Scarlet. O- I would
4: bring this into the fifties. The that's the latest I would put something like this because that's the I atomic
1: era. I think it's more interesting if it's earlier than that because you have this. You you, know,
4: we're gonna have to. We're gonna have a lot of. Uh, they didn't have talking mental robots ge- in the fifties either. They really didn't.
1: In movies, they did. Well, in movies, but we're, we're grounding ours in reality,
2: right?
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Are we yeah. grounding our I, wanna, I want you just to repeat what you just said. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're
1: grounding our nineteen twenties robot in reality. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, God. so 1920s, this is like <laughs> Prohibition? Sure, oh, yeah. Oh. Is it gangland? Is gangland. It the, can ooh. we have a
1: female, like, like a gang? Um, Alice a Capone. Capone. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. What year is this? And it's like a sky captain type of thing.
4: Yeah, Prohibition 1925, era. 1925, Prohib- 1929. Yeah. pre so Tesla English. was yeah. kind of alive then, huh? Uh,
1: I don't know. I'd have to Wikipedia
4: that. If test if you can get Tesla I think he was before the- that. I think he was If you can get something so president. Te- if you can get something Tesla related Or Edison it. Or yeah. right, fuck Edison. No, thank you. <laughs> Edison.
1: That's what that's what that's what Tesla would say.
4: Yeah, he would. Well, Tesla had he got the short end of his stick.
0: Yeah, but let's let's explore our our uh, main female character maybe. So, it could be like um well, or about a Bonnie and Clyde. That's Prohibition era. But what if like Clyde was a robot. Yeah. (laughs) Bonnie and, uh oh. There we go. Bonnie and cyborg. I was about to say that. Bonnie and cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) Bonnie and cyborg. Yeah. They're just going through depression era America. Rob, we rob banks. (laughs) Beep, boop, bop, boop.
2: Okay. I like that.
1: (laughs) Didn't we, uh, Will, didn't we come up with something a while ago? Well, well, um, oh, actually Tesla was, he died in 1943, so he would have been—I don't know if he was actually, uh like, you know, doing stuff before he died. What year I mean. was he born? He was born in 1856. He's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was alive. He would have been—
4: Prohibition know, he, era. When, yeah, Prohibition sure.
0: Era. He, yes, 20s. Yeah.
1: But 30s. Didn't we, didn't we have an idea a long time ago about—it was like a Ghostbusters type of thing, or was it like a—
4: Oh,
2: well, oh, this you, might be like— um Gender swapping? A forbidden planet. that oh. this was during um, for this is during Prohibition when alcohol was illegal. Yeah, right. So maybe he got this robot that could it's powered actually by
1: alcohol. No, dispense alcohol. Oh Ooh. shit! Yeah. <laughs> so he's like a bartender robot, like a like a but bartender he's robot. Like a, but he's like yeah. a walking bar, like a like a.
2: <laughs> he's got the spigots around him, and just the. <laughs> How about this bartender robot? That's
0: this, this is it. Yeah. It's uh, called Bartender Robot. Yeah. Michael Shannon is a bartender let's, robot. Let's break it down to Bartender Robot. <laughs> so it's robot. like, yeah,
2: you know, well, but what happened in all the speakeasies, of, of course, at the time was that um, they were raided by the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're wondering, okay, where's all your booze? All of a sudden the robot can like turn into like just a
1: Transformer.
2: You know, into just some some <laughs> harmless-looking metallic object like a refrigerator. That's
1: our espresso machine. He transforms oh, to disguise
2: himself. He, <sighs> you know, he just sort of transforms into like something very innocent-looking. I, I don't know if they had jukeboxes back then, <laughs> and you know. And uh, you know he's got all the the alcohol in him. As all right,
4: as right as I'm the- going <laughs> to try I'm going to try to ground this in in a realistic sense that you right, need, you okay. need you, you need a way to get this robot from a time period into this time period. Well, so, no
1: it could be from that time period. How? Sky Captain did it. It's not it's not this kind of realistic move. Yeah, Tesla could have had yeah, yeah, a All right, go. So
4: Tesla opens up a gateway into a different dimension and this woman and a robot come oh, through. Tesla
1: opens a bar. How about that?
0: come down That's to
4: Tesla's. Tesla,
1: Tesla opens a bar and he's got to hide the, the the booze from the fucking And the fuzz. password to
2: get into the speakeasy is just simply Edison sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: fuck Edison, yeah. Okay, are we, so this is a comedy we're making? It's,
1: it's whatever. It's okay. what, No, remember we came. We, we had an idea. It was pretty cool. We didn't get far with yeah, it. Yeah,
4: but it was Aleister Crowley, H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, it was all, Nikola Tesla and that, that Russian uh, now, psychic. the one
2: and, cardinal rule you have to keep in mind about this rebooting is conversation i had with somebody about the my guilty pleasure film earthquake okay do you all, all three right. of you remember earthquake yes. i Disas- think so disaster movie the dis- disaster movie it's great i think it's a great movie was charlton heston in that charlton heston okay. yeah. ava gardner george yeah. kennedy uh, Ooh. it's pretty much the classic um, uh, disaster, disaster, disaster
1: movie of all time
2: yeah uh, however the your heroes and heroines are all about over 45 years old
1: yeah okay right and
2: back in the 70s that was fine that was great but nowadays you You know kids don't want to go to the movies and see their parents right Mm -hmm. right, so it's like you have to uh bring those ages to like less than half i mean the oldest one out of that group has to be like 22 okay
1: out of our group
2: out of the or you know we were to reboot earthquake for today Oh yeah, right. Of course. You know, yeah, Heston's yeah. character would have to be a 22 <laughs> so, year old kid. So it'd
1: be a bunch of kids looking for Wi-Fi or you know, like <laughs> yes. looking for a hotspot.
2: So well, it's that that's the whole thing is you know in this prohibition
4: <laughs> robot
0: bartender movie. What if, what so if we combine? Is there a disaster that could have happened?
4: Well, like the Hindenburg? Why don't we, just, why don't we like, just reboot Gone with the Wind as a remake the whole thing with robots and and, and, and wow,
0: and I, not I, all I, robots. Maybe it's it is like steampunky, but like. It is Scarlet Go- Scarlet O'Hara.
1: I, that yeah. character is awesome. Maybe if we could take her and make another movie with her, and not remake the whole movie, but the the further adventures of I think Scarlet a, O'Hara. I think
0: a, <laughs> I think a continuation might be, unless you so, you, so yeah,
4: after yeah. so after the after Gone with the Wind ish is, is that even in this Prohibition era. No, no, no. This was before was Civil, yeah, Civil War. Civil 1860s. War Civil War Yeah. All right. Are so we going farther back? So wait, are we going? Are we remaking this movie? Or are we starting a whole new movie? I vote for a non-remake. But you know.
0: But then, well, how do we explain that? Bef- there's like before robots and then after robots. Well, the,
1: I think we're maybe focusing a little too heavy on the robot. The robot's I can't just help a sidekick. It. There's a goddamn
4: robot. <laughs> I know, but in the movie, Sean,
1: yeah, I, I get that. I'm down with that. It's fun.
4: But I think you know. Would you, would you stop focusing on the robot and flight of the navigator? Is that what you No,
1: no. But I, you know, I I want to know more about the lead character, and then the, I think the robot will that will guide the robot on that adventure. Is the
0: robot going to you know? help the South win? Is RB
1: revising history? Well, I, I like what Glenn said It's like <laughs> there's there's a secret robot, you know, enclave uh, project, <laughs> you know. To, to beat the Union the north has yeah, I mean or to beat the union or the uh they
0: like 'cause like no,'cause it was not the rebel they were in, there in Atlanta, it wasn't scarlet for the confederacy, I yeah. can't remember, yeah, she had a slave,
2: she had a slave, yeah yep. okay. okay, mammy, and uh
0: yeah, sorry, it's... I saw that movie maybe like ten fifteen years yeah. ago, okay. I know. A little,
1: I'm a little foggy too so so the so the union has this mechanized weapon,,
2: mm-hmm. is that it? Well, it actually should be better that the Confederacy has the mechanized. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I got you. Sa- nah, that's what I'm saying because okay. that's where our heroes are. Has okay. a robotic okay. Southern accent.
0: So has. Ah. has, has <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called the Colonel. I've just been I've just been picturing <laughs> the robot from Rogue One.
1: <laughs> Will cannot wrap his head around. Yeah, just, a, a Civil
0: War era
4: robot. It I can't do it. do
1: it. Why I can't. not? It's. It's it's a science fiction. Uh, Except you know. there's no
4: there's no, um, basis, there's, for there's, there's no basis for technology or science. Yeah, there's you saw, no science. In Civil War
0: it. era. You saw Wild Wild West? Come on, they had like all kinds of shit. Sean oh, M- but that's that's like 100, 200 years. <laughs> no, maybe I don't know. I'm yeah, really bad.
4: And and, and there was even and there was a basis of science in that because there was a scientist making all those things. We can't have that. Oh, oh we can totally have that. So but yeah, are we rebooting Gone with the Scarlett Wind? Scarlett O'Hara
1: needs like she needs a good scientist to build her a damn robot.
4: How about this? Uh, Scarlett O'Hara comes up with a new uh <laughs> different uh a way to end slavery and that's game Mary game. Elizabeth Winstead, And plays that's Scarlet used O'Hara. robots uh, and it's and, and then and then there's a robot uprising and that everyone oh realizes God. why slavery is a bad idea cuz now they're all enslaved by the robots.
1: The end. We did
4: it. There you go. <laughs> that's a movie that has has a ground in reality where there is no reality. Uh,
1: I'm down. Let's elaborate. Let's let's, right, let's, let's flesh it out. Yeah. What if
0: They use slave labor to develop these, like, Hmm. the reason that the South is holding on to slaves so tightly is because they're using, almost like how Egyptians used Jews to build the pyramids. Is that correct? Am I making that up? Uh, Pyramids. They used slaves, at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty Um, sure that's what happened. And the pyramids, rumor has it was very had a very fantastical uh not only built the aliens but okay. you know All right. whatever. Well, that's also um Semantics. of a yeah. So what if the whole reason that the south wanted to hold on to slavery so badly was because they were using their work to create this robotic army hmm. and one escapes. Cuz I don't know I don't know how people will feel about um a confederate hero. Hmm.
1: Which is weird because they're taking down all the monuments now, or they took them
0: down. Yeah, in New Orleans, they took down three, I
1: think. Yeah, they took them all down, I think. There's no more
0: left. Mm Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's.
4: You know what's odd, though, is that in Washington, D.C., there's still a statue of, uh, Albert Pike, who is the guy who started the KKK. yeah, yeah, right, right, right. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah. I mean, leave Weird. that. Leave, leave some for them, right? <laughs> if
1: you're gonna leave any of them, leave that one. Take, yeah, take yeah. the Rowdy well, e Lee ones. Down, in
4: Texas, but, there's know. a state park um, that has a giant hand holding a globe, uh-huh. and that was a gift from Nazi Germany to the United States, and it's still in the park. Yeah, and it's a hand holding a globe.
0: How many photos do you have in front of it? <laughs>
4: <I> mean, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> is that your current profile pic? Is it? Is that what that there's is? a running joke on here between these two that I'm. <laughs> Somehow, a national socialist, which doesn't make sense,
0: because you get so offended. It gets filed up. Well, you would get offended
4: watch. if everyone's like, you would get offended if you were my skin color, did nothing wrong, and were called a Nazi just for having a different opinion.
0: I guess so, but that's not the case.
2: Well, how about that? Years before the Civil War. Okay, we're going, now to going rain it back further in. back. Uh, a spaceship crashes in like Georgia. Mm -hmm. Or South Carolina. Okay. All the occupants are dead, but, you know, they... You know, and the people, the pre-Civil War Southerners, they come upon this, you know, treasure trove of...
0: Future technology. Yeah. Like the Nazis would or
3: something. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, in there they kind of figure out, hey, we can build...
1: And there's like a lost in space robot or something like that. Yes. Is that like a pilot or something? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? Oh, well, we. Oh sorry, we could what we could do to help this this make sense for Will, building off what you just said, Glenn, Uh like Man in the High Castle is like a revisionist, revisionist yeah. um, TV awesome. show. Show's awesome. Show's awesome. Yeah, where, what if Germany and Japan won? What would right. America be like? But there's a, a sect of people, then they have like old film of another yeah, of the reality, real of the real history. But yeah. these people are existing in another, I guess, plane of existence yeah, where another Germany... Another timeline, is that it? Germany mm-hmm. and Japan. So what if we do that where glens where the aliens have landed or crashed in the southern side and all of a sudden now because they have this advanced technology over lincoln and the union or whatever the north Mm. that they have taken over all right all right so they have the advantage the
4: alien ship breaks the space time continuum which opens up a different reality matt smith comes out (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) dr who stuff um no, but that 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 is there's a basis of reality in there with science, and that would be. <laughs> so this is more realistic. It's yeah. <laughs> more realistic than the other version. Now that you could
0: no, we got to open where? eyes a little bit first. <laughs> you got you have to open eyes a little no, bit.
4: No, this this works better if all right in so a
1: science
0: th- fiction realm. This works better. Yeah,
4: the well, spaceship we saying, is that what crashes mean? in the south, like yeah. you said, and, and the O'Hara, and the O'Hara the, plantation. Okay. Yeah. All yes. the occupants are dead except the worker robot She's... on the ship. <laughs> right, right. That's which Scarlett's
3: which funny she, sidekick, which
4: she takes as uh, her her new butler or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rhett Butler and the army. <laughs> the army confiscates the uh, <laughs> Red
0: Butler is a cyborg. <laughs>
4: the art what the army confiscates the spaceship. I don't give and a damn. Reverse <laughs> Maybe they kidnap Nikola Tesla and Edison to reverse engineer this spaceship to create an ultimate I don't think weapon. they were
1: alive. No, this is this is before their time now. Yeah. Now, this is before that uh, okay. Yeah, this is civil war, now. We could create it. We could recreate a, another scientist. I'm sure there was yeah, get Jim West over there to, to you know, or whatever the bad guy was. Wild Wild West. That was the bad. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith over there, Will Smith is a Please scientist. put a
4: giant no, they, cyborg spider in your they, movie. They'll have
1: some kind of tinkerers who can, you know, kind of sort of make sense of this of this like it world well, takes you here, a slave. I think
2: like I'm not sure when he was born, but Alexander Graham Bell. I got an idea. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I okay, mean, there, yeah, yeah. there you got your. Well, let's look um, him up.
1: Let's look him up.
2: Yeah, you know, there, there you have your uh, post-teen hero.
1: He would be the guy, right?
2: Yeah, he a a guy. a young
1: Alexander Graham Bell.
2: Yeah.
1: How about young misunderstood? <laughs> How about they 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 find this this alien robot, and you know a robot is a slave basically. Right? Right. So they're like, oh shit. Now we have a robot template that we can mass produce and now we, now we don't need slaves because we have robots. How Mm. would that change our new war? Would that
4: like? I would assume the black people wouldn't be slaves anymore and they'd be free so that would, there wouldn't be much of a war.
0: You would think. You'd
4: think.
3: You <laughs> would think. How about if this? this? Was a just universe. They're
4: taking the slaves and they're combining them with machines. Alexander Graham
1: Bell oh, Jesus. was born. Now it's even worse for them. 1847. So that would be that wouldn't work, would it? He
2: 18... would be 14 at the beginning. yeah yeah.
1: He'd be a kid. Or we can have him as a young genius. You know, you have you have you have Scarlett O'Hara young as our Bell. action hero, <laughs> a psychic robot, and a young genius. Yeah, uh, that's tinkerer. cool. That's cool. So that's our team working outside. for <laughs> working for to, to end the war to to create robots instead of slaves. But Jeez. there are people who still want the human slaves,
4: and it's the North secretly. <laughs> the
1: North, the North just wanted to keep the Union, to keep the keep the keep the country together. together. That's all they cared about. Lincoln didn't, you know, he really didn't care about slave thing. I know, I, watched, I, I watched. I know. Watched,
0: uh, uh, a young I Pat- Daniel Day Lewis. N- right? North, North and South, starring a young Patrick Swayze, which was a miniseries in the yes. 80s or 90s. I remember. Brother versus brother, North versus South. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very compelling, and it was a young Patrick Sweezy, And that's all you
1: wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that
0: it exists, and you could probably find no, it. No, there Netflix. were
1: there were people who were you know trying to abolish slavery, definitely, but you know the prior primary reason was to maintain the uh, the the uh, the union. The union, yeah. Um. So, but we could have it. We could have it where, you know, secretly they were profiting off of well that's what happened
4: that that's the reality stuff. of what was what was happening yeah they were well, still yeah, profiting I mean, if off you, of. If, if you, well there was in the south yeah there was profiting off of it but, like if you but look the north at, but if you well if you look at what the north was doing the north was taxing the shit out of the south taxing okay. the ever-living shit out of them and that's why they reserved for things for states rights which is why they wanted to secede in the first place because they were getting taxed on their cotton fields
1: this was before they they, they seceded right
4: This is what, this is, this is part of the reason why it was happening. Okay. So they were getting crazily taxed on the, on their cotton fields and everything. And yeah. And then what a big part of that had to do with who was picking that, that cotton for the fields and everything. Okay. And and like in the North, they were just like, the South was like, well, North, why can't you just tax something else up there and and like, let us be. And, And it's partially right that Lincoln, you know, did it to preserve the union and everything. It's partially right. But most, the majority of the civil war was fought to end slavery. That was always a big part. Even our founding so, fathers, when they were ratifying our constitution, they were leaving it in there so people would eventually advance enough to get away from slavery.
0: I'm worried that this storyline would minim- minimize, minimalize,
4: st- yeah, it, the yeah. black, yeah,
0: like history. It's pretty terrible. It's pretty yeah. To I, say that they were, we were just they were replacing them with robots.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. I'm actually it's really, I'm <laughs> cool with that. <laughs> just to an
0: extent, I am.
4: But I have, uh, But if you started fusing them with robots, like the slaves- That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, what if, then you have movies like Iron Sky out there right, where the right. Nazis are on the moon or, and they're turning black people white. Well, what if they, I mean, what if they, They
1: like, the cotton gin was a big deal? Like, that was a huge turning point, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, what if they? We well, of- should get the guy that, that created that too. Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney. Yeah, there, yeah, he, yeah. He's, team- so, he's like an older guy. That's- what if
1: they get him to like make this robot do? He's that?
0: mentoring <laughs> Bell, Graham, yeah. Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> right, right.
4: They should Eli build a Whitney. robot called Cotton Jim. Oh good. That's the name of the robot. That's
0: the name of the robot now, Cotton Jim.
4: Cotton Jim's the name of the robot. And well, he goes out and picks all the cotton for everybody. We got a, we this got podcast
0: a has never been afraid of being controversial, so th- let's continue. We got a good start, but I, do. you know,
1: I think we need to we need the like some real conflict. Flesh it out. Like we a need to start
0: casting conflict.
1: like Scarlett O'Hara needs like I a clear villain.
0: Yeah, I said uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead oh, who's on Fargo now, uh Scott Pilgrim as uh our, as the our hero mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. No, Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth (laughs) One said as Scarlett O'Hara. To start, we could—that's a pretty decent start.
1: Mm. And she's pretty resourceful, so she can
3: kind of—you know—she can kind of.
0: She played Mary Todd Lincoln in the Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Oh, that's right. yeah, Yeah, that's right. She's no stranger to uh, period pieces, but the character
1: is—you know—a super resourceful, kind of take no shit. She turns.
0: She could turn curtains into dresses. That's true. That's. that's
1: but she can do a lot more than that, yeah. so she has to do a lot more. But does she lead some kind of revolt, or like? What? Well,
4: she wait. Scarlett O'Hara was for the for slavery, though. I Glenn. Her motivations. Was, <laughs> what, what, was I'm one. trying to remember
0: her motivations and where where she stood as far as uh, what was her arc. Well, how did she change? Because uh, I know all she was
2: throughout the film Gone with the Wind. She wants. Uh, <laughs> she wants Ashley Wilkes, right? Her motivations
0: were purely for marriage,
2: for marriage to this one guy. Uh Okay, and it was just never happening. He he married, uh, her cousin Uh Melanie. So that you know that was out for her, and she was like you know grabbing like um, sloppy seconds, like uh, this one guy Kennedy, you know who dies, and then Rhett Butler, and they they split up. Uh So that's part you know part of her motivation. I got a title. And... Oh. uh, Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, sorry. um, Mm -hmm. And that... that, Yeah. That was basically, you know, her main motivation throughout the film.
0: So she was kind of like a selfish...
2: Very selfish. Very
0: selfish, self-centered, young Southern Belle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of of like the the whole Civil War uh, really toughens her up because Mm it basically wipes out her parents. Right. And she's now the head of the household and... Mm -hmm. Uh, she has to ward off wandering Union soldiers who are coming in to, you know, try to rob the place. Right.
0: So is the so union? It's kind of like, she's, you know, basically
2: she's selfish, but her, she's, you know, she's
1: she's protecting her home you know, most of the time, she's, right? I mean, she's gaining muscle. Yeah, right. Yeah. And she's helping with the, you know, she's helping take care of wounded soldiers and all this other yes. stuff, right? So she's all
0: the time she's pining for Ashley. What if we
1: did right. Gone with right. Gone with the Wind too? robot wars
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Can we do that? Uh, I'm sure we can. Yeah.
0: Civil ci- civil cyborg war.
2: <laughs> I just want to
1: see like, you know, a poster of her and the burning terra uh, whatever and, and like a robots Terminator- walking out and, of the fire. Yeah. An exoskeleton
0: <laughs> cyborg. <laughs> oh, an army, an army of exoskeleton cyborgs. Marching, think,
3: marching think, into this Atlanta. Is, this is
1: a rare instance where the studio note actually, like, created the movie, like, pretty much, uh, <laughs> Gone with the Wind to Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so basically, oh, so we build robots or she builds robots with. To fight the Union. Yeah, but they have their own robots. How do they
0: get their robots? Lincoln has a secret <sighs> weapon.
3: <sighs> mm.
1: Mm. Frederick
0: Douglass. Well, Douglas.
1: well who is the big general from the, uh, from the north
2: grant grant yeah
1: okay him okay so so he's like he's like we need robots of our
2: own right <laughs> get me uh who the only thing is like well maybe the whole thing about lincoln building log cabins and maybe that's like a cover story yeah
4: he's building something oh else. Shit. he's got a yeah, base yeah.
0: underground <laughs> these log cabins <laughs>
4: All right, but wouldn't in this timeline <laughs> he's thousands got, of got, feet underground. They just got axes he, on them. like
1: <laughs> like they come out with a large axe. Like he,
4: like even to make clear of everything that's happening right now, like wouldn't the robot war thing like so the south has robots to fight the north and the north has robots to fight we the south. We have to
0: change the tide of the war. And they're yeah. still
4: using slave labor.
1: Well, that's something we haven't really figured out what to do with, you know?
4: How about this? Slavery but I maybe... never happened?
1: Uh, and they can't were just... say that? Uh, well, oh, no. Why can't no, you no, say you that? No, no, you, can't, no. you can't minimize that because you the biggest shameful no. thing in the. History it's an of the...
2: alternate history. We'll be on page one of the newspapers <laughs> for the wrong <laughs> reason. Slavery we never we happened. Did, we, didn't, we
4: didn't get there for <laughs> Kyle Hitler. I don't think what we're going to get there fucking now. Mel Gibson now. Huh. <laughs> I don't think Mel Gibson I'll ever denies
3: slavery. There's another
2: thing you could add into it. Uh, remember <laughs> the, uh, they were trying to do submarine warfare during the Civil War? Yes. Oh, really? yeah, Monitor yeah, and the Merrimack. old, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? The, the two, uh, ironclad ships that they yeah. built, the Monitor and the Merrimack. Oh, okay. And they're trying for this, like, submarine warfare. That's right, that's right.
0: Between who? Who's building the submarine? Uh, the North
2: and the South. Really? And it's, you know, just really didn't go that far. Yeah. I think in the end, they should come out and transform into
1: giant robots. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, I think that can, yeah. I think. The submarines like, were actually
0: transporting
1: these like robots. They come right? out with like large flamethrower arms. Wow. Just like lay waste to like, you know, soldiers. Like, jeez. And we finally made <laughs> one that works, you know? <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: So it's a giant wood robot?
1: I'm just, no, per- these were like iron, like you said, iron. Ironclads. They were called iron fucking, the ironclads. Like, if you see pictures of, of these things, they're crazy looking. But they they, they, they didn't work at all. Right, right. Well, were, I mean, they work some, but yeah, it's a bit, know, it's very limited. They didn't do any more. They didn't right. make more hmm. for the war. So this is basically our revisionists of um, so slavery is still happening. Yeah, sure, of course, yeah.
4: And but to avoid the mass uh, massive casualties, we are building robots to yeah. fight the war. But
1: since since our heroes are from the the bad side of the war, we need to you know kind of work around. The slavery. Can issue, we, you know,
2: fix, are we still using the spaceship that lands? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's still happening. Yeah. Happens. Can we pump that up one bit, one notch? Sure.
1: We'll definitely okay, wants to do that.
2: Okay. What if there's a, uh, a modern day, there's a time trap guy who creates time travel and he gets his SUV, <laughs> sports utility vehicle to wind up like <laughs> in the 1851 ship. Georgia. And that's Boom, the space. It pops up. That's not a spaceship. It's a regular SUV, the type you see. Like a DeLorean. On would the, be. on the, you know, Hollywood Expressway or whatever. It's got a Range Rover. It's a Range Rover. It has all the, <laughs> all the, um, accoutrements uh, all the extras that a Martin SUV has. A flux capacitor. <laughs> and. <laughs> it
0: time travels.
2: It's pilot.
0: Scott Bakula.
2: Is killed. Oh no. By the people. Oh no. Oh no, it's one of those self, um, self-driving cars you keep on hearing a about Tesla. on the news.
0: Oh, it's a Tesla.
2: <laughs> it's a Tesla,
0: and they keep saying,
1: "What is a Tesla?"
2: And he's not born yet, or whatever. He's, you know,
0: <laughs> what if it's? What if it's? What and if it's
2: like yeah, you know, from this you know, from this like 2017 technology?
0: But he they, went too far.
2: They, you know, they're <laughs> you went too far to backwards.
4: Robots. <laughs> so they, t- so they make the robot out of a car. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. So this is in place of the crash-landed
0: kind of. So UFO it's not, they're
4: not really. It's not aliens. It's it's mankind. And right. It Has a
0: CD player. <laughs> so it's it's technology from 1999. What is this
2: future? Tech? Oh, okay, has an, yeah, an MP. player. <laughs> it's
0: got an auxiliary connector. Uh,
4: so they're going to use the. They're going to no. Use...
0: But this time traveler was sent back in time to stop Tesla from being born. But Why they went does too he far go back? back in time?
4: To, <laughs> GM. He goes back in time to stop slavery. Ford.
0: Okay. Hmm. hmm. Elon Musk.
4: Idris Elba is an American actor. Or an American, British, a, a, a British, British actor playing an American who goes back in time to try to stop slavery.
0: Wow! Ah, uh, yeah, huh?
4: Can we just changed everything now. That's not, it's not changing anything. What happened yeah. to the
0: alien technology?
4: He, he'd still be kind of alien. He's a free black guy in 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 the South. Wow.
0: Hmm, that is pretty alien.
4: Yeah, I mean, didn't you see that Martin Lawrence movie, Black Knight? <laughs> it's pretty much the same that's, thing that's I, pre-
0: I, I pretty much I missed that one I named the movie When I saw the trailer I was like This movie's gonna be called Black Knight Martin Lawrence <laughs> Black Knight I,
3: Like nailed it Blackest Knight
0: <laughs> I'm lost now Cause
1: I, I thought We were rolling on that oh, Original you're, idea You're,
4: you're, you're lost uh, I'm lost
1: So yeah <laughs>
4: So far what we have Is a spaceship As far If we go with the original concept a spaceship has Landed on Earth The South and North Have gotten the technology From it And have started building Their own robots from it Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the north the south, is going to fight the south. The south
0: wants to replace save slavery with robots. Why don't slaves. we just
4: why don't we just solve this? The south has had techno like uh maybe the states in general, maybe that time period there was just already a boom in tech. And it, we we don't even have to explain it. We just know that they're building robots to fight the war.
1: This was like pre-industrial revolution. Like, pretty much right before industrial, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, but at that point, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because you have robots in the South. fighting. <laughs> no before you had
1: steam technology, you had robots. You had
4: nanotechnology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if Will, if you were given the titles Gone with the Wind 2 Robot Wars, what would that be?
4: I mean yeah. it would be I it would be hilarious. I think that title uh,
0: needs to stay regardless of anything.
1: I mean, Ro-
4: that's uh, gone with the wind 2 Robot Wars <laughs> is fine. It's totally fine.
3: It's not really a, a sequel there. though. It's, it's not really uh, a sequel though. It it is. We can
1: just we can just to you continuation. Know, we can shoot a a plate of dog crap and have put that title on it and it would just be like <laughs> that's going to be the poster mega blockbuster.
4: I don't believe that, but I I I'm in for the the I'm in for this time travel concept that he has. And I'm in for it actually being, like, not an alien, but, like, something from our time period. But now that you have a time traveler, what is he going back for?
1: So does the time traveler from now go back with a robot, and then that robot gets duplicated? Or is,
0: is the, the UFO a separate thing? Maybe he comes with a robot. Idris Elba, the time traveler, he... What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It just help. Oh, Is like we'll say what Will says. He's a time traveler with a robot sidekick. Does he sync up with with Scarlett, Scarlett O'Hara, O'Hara and
1: young Alexander Graham Bell? Yes. <laughs> and, and,
4: and, the, Eli so so, well, and Eli Whitney. Well, if they have a the working robot at that time, that robot would know all those. You wouldn't need those scientists anymore. That that robot would be able just to build robots.
0: Oh, that's true.
4: Well, they, they would call the scientists first. Well, they'd know? call it to like you know go over it, but that yeah. But that robot's got infinite knowledge. That right. Oh, probably. okay. I got right. okay. So
0: the time travel, Idris Elba, like it's exactly what you just said. His intentions are to end slavery, and his idea is to replace black slaves with robots. So he didn't
1: consider the whole like you know continuum thing that changing that. He's
4: crazy. History of- He's a time travel. I don't think anyone who does time travel considers continuums of any yeah. sort. No, because so, you wouldn't be time traveling if you did. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, touch it. Yeah, if you yeah. watch The
0: Flash, you know that it's a bad idea to you, mess with time. Yeah, it's a bad idea to I'd flash point. Seen that, but yeah. Flashpoint. It, it Flashpoint
4: paradox. It just, yeah. yeah. So, but this okay. guy
0: doesn't, he just wants to, he just wants to change history. That's his pure motivation. Okay. Let's just say that. So we could catapult. This will be our narrative propulsion right here. Cool. So Idris Elba hooks up with Scarlett Johansson. This, mm-hmm. I keep saying that. Scarlett O'Hara. Scarlett Johansson. Why don't we just have Scarlett Johansson as Scarlett O'Hara?
3: That's fine. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Glenn's down with that now. Okay. Okay, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> is Scarlett O'Hara. And, um, it's directly, she's, she's there, she's like, Scott is my witness, I will never go hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> Five years later? No, at that oh, moment. Oh. Yeah, oh, a, no. A time traveler shows up an at SUV, that, an fucking, SUV time, a time traveler, traveling SUV, and then it's Idris Elbow.
4: He gets out of <laughs> it. And there's like fucking smoke everywhere. And <laughs> he's in a fucking Escalade. It's all iced
0: out. With the you know the and his robot sidekick, voiced by Alan Tudyk, <laughs> uh, of course, because he was of course. he was perfection as the as a uh, as iRobot, ro- no, an <laughs> iRobot and. And Rogue, one. Rogue One. yes. Uh, of course. KRS One. No, that's a rapper. <laughs> um. That's the name of the robot in this one, is KRS One. KRS K- 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 One. That's Idris he, Elba's robot KRS One. It's K- named K- 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 after K- the rapper. It's Chris, but it's KRS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. I intend to end slavery.
4: <laughs> now, wait, does, <laughs> is Gone, he does Gone with the Wind ending, like, that movie ends with the end of the Civil War, or? Uh,
2: about 10, 12 years after the Civil War. Ah! This isn't oh, this good. this is
0: post-war. This is post-war. Oh, shit. Uh, people, fans of Gone with the Wind are like, they, wow. they're going in circles.
4: Yeah, mm. now we're definitely going in circles here. If it's if Gone with the Wind is post-war, you can't do anything. No, you can't, it's during... It's it, it starts the like end like is, right at the beginning of the Civil War. It, starts, yeah, it like spans, like, what,
1: 20 years or something like uh, that? Close to
4: 20 years. Yeah. Okay, so then that means Idris <sighs> Elba has to get there before the war starts. So maybe it's a
0: prequel of uh, Gone, with, Gone the, with the Wind Witch. to Robot Wars pretty <laughs> You could leave,
4: you could leave the title the way you want it, but yeah. that, for this to work and it, it to have time travel in it, uh huh. Selba has to time travel before, before the, war the war starts. Ends. No, before the war starts, they all have to get that technology, the north and the south, and they have to devise, they have all that time to create their robot wars hmm. and build those robots. Okay. And, and that, there's that one robot that is there. Alan, Alan Tudic. Yeah, yeah. Who's now leading, maybe that robot should revolt. Against everybody. Oh, no. And it should be like, oh, okay. wait. Maybe it's
2: like, no. So that's
0: how the, that's how we, that's how the union stays together because now the North and South, well, they, they have to team up together to fight these robots.
4: Hmm. All while saying, wow, slavery was a bad idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does this. Yeah.
0: Even with machines. Because iRobot was pretty much the, the revolution of robots versus humans. Yeah, it's and the, almost, and, the,
4: and the real sequel, the, honestly, world. that should that should be the first half of the movie, and the rest of the movie should be like what our world is after that, <laughs> with having robots in our lives since then. It
0: just comes back into pre-
4: his present. Yes, day, and does and, he take Scarlett O'Hara with him? Uh, no, humans are slaves to robots. Oh, and he's just like I fucked up, I did bad. <laughs> yeah. This was a the bad Statue movie. of Liberty is
0: a robot, a giant robot. Yeah,
4: that's that's that that is exactly how I would. So it's
0: Planet of the Apes.
4: Yep. Yep. <laughs> you got a, you got <laughs> the Marky, the, Mark <laughs> the <laughs> Marky Mark version. The Marky Mark. The Lincoln Memorial. Gone with the Wind
2: 3. Things, gone with the Wind 3. The National Bird is no longer the bald eagle. It's a drone. Yes. 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 That's great.
4: That's great. So that's how... Yes. So, so they, I, I think in this case... He yeah. brings Scarlett O'Hara with him. The Lincoln the Memorial present. should be a robot. It would be perfect kind robot. of idea whether he's a mm-hmm. robot. So yeah. they, they think that they did a good job... Mm-hmm. Scarlett O'Hara and and Idris. I- but I- he Idris. didn't he didn't think but they fall in love and he brings her back to the future with him right and then everything's like they immediately get apprehended by robots who look a lot like people yeah. but like mm. they have like you know obviously like like robot Cylons? Fe- like, ro- like robot robot features and robot. shit yep <laughs> <Didn't> we <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep
2: the <clears> throat> throat> Gone with the Wind fans happy or quiet <laughs> they're gonna love this same regardless. thing uh, so happy and quiet and or quiet. Uh, And explain that the Scarlet O'Hara they're seeing, played by Vivian Lee, who goes off to marry Clark Gable, that is a cyborg. That's a robot. Oh, oh man. You could, like,
1: retcon. Yeah, there's like...
2: You Scarlet know, is a robot? No, 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 no. They It's like you, you you, know, the she, old uh, film Metropolis. Okay. Where there's the real Maria, the teacher, but then they build this fake Maria mm-hmm. Yeah. for other reasons. So they, they build a... they. Yeah, they say okay, we're gonna build this fake Scarlett O'Hara, and you know, robot Scarlett O'Hara, you go marry Rip Butler.
0: Okay, so she be so replaced. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And That's then you good. see
0: the real one the is real. in the trenches yes. of this robot war. Yes, she's like cool. the Sarah Connor. She's the Sarah Connor of yeah. the robot war. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm okay with this now. Yeah. Do we Thank all like you. this? Uh, I do. Well, I'm... I think I think uh,
1: how do we kind of end this? I mean, the, you know, Well,
4: Idris... Uh, they have to they you just... have to leave it
2: open-end for a sequel. Yeah.
1: Where I... they're
0: in present day because robot ap- world. Ap-
1: apparently. Okay, so so
0: this
4: is cool because by the oh, end Oh, oh, I know how I know how to do it. Okay, I know well, how to do, we'll it. do, do it because it because the <laughs> Here, here's the here's uh, Are these the, like the further adventures of, of uh, Scarlet Scarlet. O'Hair? No, 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 no. Scarlet. Okay. Idris Elba's time-traveling character takes Scarlet O'Hara to the future, <laughs> and they get apprehended by robots. Right. And they are, like, put in prison camps. Okay. <laughs> wow. Go, go. Is well, this on. the third act or there's a sequel? The, there's going to be, the there's obviously going to be a difference between the robots who want this and the robots who don't. So Ooh, these robots are gonna okay. fight a war over the humans, saying they need to be free. Oh. Comes full circle. Oh boy. Yep. So they're the present new... Day? So there's like a, pre- Lords there, the present of- day, uh, president who is a robot is like an Abe Lincoln robot. <laughs> and he will oh help emancipate. God. So they, they left one war to go to another.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, caused, they, they caused the robot war. They caused the... In yeah. the title, you think oh, robot man. war is... And the, and
4: the moral of the story is, don't fuck with history. Shit is meant to happen the way it's meant to happen. Idris. Idris. Yeah,
1: even slavery. Don't Oh, slavery. shit. I don't know about that message. Oh. Hey, not for nothing, Woo! but
4: uh, I don't think there was any civilization in the world that wasn't ever enslaved before. And we really that's shouldn't true. pander to one group of people.
1: Because We're just really the last <laughs> ones
4: to do it. That's, you know. Modern day slavery We're is the, We ended it. We ended it yeah, in, the, know. in the United States. We yeah, ended it that's... on the on the precedent of, of preserving our constitution right, right, and right, freedoms right, for right, people. Right. right
0: yeah. And justice for all. Correct. Amen.
2: All right. We did
4: it. We did it. All right.
2: Well, just one little quick story about, uh, you know, how we've, I was listening to how, how we're putting this story together and how everything has to be explained. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is kind of like a modern day trend in films. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure this story conference happens all the time, not Mm -hmm. only in our Hollywood office, but in other ones too. Yeah. And not saying that they were better, but the, the older films, they just left a lot of things open-ended.
1: Right. Yeah. Such yeah, yeah. as
2: uh, all three of you are familiar with the original King Kong from mm-hmm. 1933. Sure. I, I taught a, co- a class on that and just said how they leave things really open. Mm-hmm. And if you remember in that film, they uh, they gas King Kong on his island and he, he's knocked out and they're saying, we're going to bring him to Broadway. We're all going to be millionaires, boys. Kong, the eighth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Next shot. He's on stage,
3: uh-huh. right? Okay. Right. They
2: never
0: showed the whole process of bringing him over. So, wondering, you island. know,
2: first of all, the legal problems of that, the <laughs> governmental problems of bringing a forty, <laughs> the import/export,
1: and the yeah.
2: a, you know, fifty-foot ape into New York Harbor and into, the that, <laughs> and into that would be a, that's a movie. In the and paperwork, and paperwork of my God! So, what imagine? I did was I called up uh, the department. You know, for preparation of the class, I call actually called up the Department of Health for Manhattan (laughs) you're like how would this actually happen and it's like do you know the first I got this like woman in her early 20s I said have you seen the movie King Kong
0: no
3: Mm -hmm.
2: okay well here's the movie in a nutshell and I said what would happen if these people were going to bring an ape into uh, Broadway that's 40 feet tall what would they have to do what sort of permits would they need (laughs) right I said, "Let me get somebody else." <laughs> <laughs> Can I speak to your your So superior, I get this please? woman sounds like Fran Drescher, uh-huh. and I explain the whole thing. Hi, you know, Glenn. Did she
1: did she see King Kong or know about she it? She
2: knew who King Kong okay. was. And I explained. Okay, what sort of permits would be needed? It says, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and then she gets somebody else, and they're saying we would call the Department of Parks and Recreation. Okay, we'll patch you on to the, that department. So I'm talking to them and they don't know what to do, and they said, We would just give it to the mayor.
3: Oh. Really? So that's
2: yeah. what the the whole thing. They would be passing the buck. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, right. okay. So which explains kind of modern just how modern society works. It's just pass it over to the next person.
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't you know, know let's if something goes wrong, they're not
4: gonna look at me. Just, right. yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just pass it on to the person who'll take the fall eventually. So
4: what is the name so this movie is called What?
1: Are we still going with
4: Win Two Robot Wars? Yeah, <laughs> lug it, lug
1: it. let's go for it, man. I I think it's awesome. I mean, I I love it how it's. Half, oh, oh and know, Eli this... Whitney
2: could be played they, by. Would um, they come
1: back in the future too, or would they stay back? Somebody
2: in from like, somebody from like the seventies, you know, movie star from the seventies, you know,
0: Warren Beatty. Okay,
3: Ooh. exactly, Ooh, Warren that's... Beatty.
0: Warren Good, Beatty man. is Eli Whitney. I have no idea yeah. what Eli Whitney looks like, but either either Warren Beatty or a Robert Redford. Ooh, mm. I
1: like Warren Beatty better. Cool. Let's get. He probably looks exactly like um. <laughs> Eli <laughs> yeah, Whitney. Yeah, yeah. I just let's assume, wait, let's assume that he does. Who's
0: directing this?
1: Oh yeah, we got to yeah, we got to pick writer
0: director. Uh, writer director, maybe another star. Oh, we already have Scarlett Johansson, Idris <clears throat> Elba, and Warren Beatty. That's very star driven. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, who's yeah. gonna who's gonna push this? Who's gonna lead this? <sighs> Man, through production.
3: Uh,
1: should would, we go strictly science fiction like modern? Who would sci-fi, make a movie or? like this? Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: Would. I don't
1: know, like, who does kind of mind-mending sci-fi now, you know?
0: Um, Guillermo del Toro. I'm just uh, thinking of his relationship with uh, Idris Elba Pac-Grim. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, uh, <clears throat> hmm, Robert Rodriguez. No, 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 no. Keep him far away. Well, Do we he's have to, he's, he's pretty good it? with CGI. How about you, Glenn? What do you, who do you think would be a good, uh.
2: Definitely not the Wachowski siblings. Yeah, no Wachowski
0: siblings? Yeah, no,
2: not them.
1: We've overused them, I think, too. We've had them. We've, we've hired them a few times, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, we do have (laughs) them on our, uh, our digital Rolodex. Well, who do you think would be a good director
2: for this?
3: Um.
0: You
2: got somebody, Glenn? You uh, somebody them. not to use Roland Emmerich. No, oh, that's not Because then he'll put yet. an nope. environmental theme on top of nope. all this. Yeah, Ridley and then, Scott. And then there'll be a dog that would like, be saved
0: at the end. Yeah. Ridley Scott's gone with the wind
2: too. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> I put, Ridley Scott? Uh, you know what? In the in the yeah. in the aftermath of the great success of Alien Covenant, he's he's he can't keep his hands off of uh yeah. off of revisionist history. We <sighs> haven't we haven't hired Ridley Scott. No Ridley, really, no. So Ridley Scott's gone with The Wind 2 Robot Wars is a solid <laughs> ah!
2: solid yeah. thing
4: for him to do. You want to do it? No, yeah.
2: how about the guy who just won the Academy oh. Award for uh, La La Land? Oh.
4: Damien, Damien, Damien yeah, they like, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> musical numbers. Oh.
0: And Scarlett could sing.
4: She could sing. Do you want to put musical numbers in this?
0: Yes. <laughs> mm.
1: The musical? The musicals, Gone with the Wind 2, two robot,
4: robot Wars the
1: musical. Holy
4: shit. <laughs> We could have like a whole... Gone like, with the Wind 2, The r- Robot Wars, the musical, part seven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the prequel.
4: <laughs> just keep that fucking title going. The Future
1: Adventures of, of Scarlett O'Hara. The
4: ti- the the poster should just look like a, a, a movie title that just cut off at the end. And we, <laughs> and, and we can do a musical number where it's all like robots. Oh, and yeah, it's just robots like...
1: And it's like not a song. It's just like... So what does the future look like? Obviously,
4: the future looks awesome. I don't know no, it'll be very clean. It would be very clean cause like a robot cuz humans are kept in like these buildings which are gi- like giant Filthy ovens. be humans. Like Whoa. just giant ovens. You'd think
1: that yeah in the future where where people would be like pets it would be like bird cages with disgusting stuff on the bottom. Uh, people pets. Yeah.
4: Well I mean some of the robots could have little little human slaves.
0: I don't know. I, I like. I like. Yeah, yeah. I like.
1: Ridley Scott sounds pretty. uh I dig it. Yeah. I think we need a like a some comment? kind of comedy writer to take a kind of Ooh. stab, like a dramatic stab. Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Max Brooks.
1: Did we do Jordan Peele already? Did we have him Ooh. write? She
0: would be great for this because Jordan Peele wrote High School The Musical. No. High oh School oh, Shooting yeah. The, yeah. the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we use did. him? Yeah. yeah. He wrote High School Shooting the Musical.
4: God, Jordan. I hope he never sees our Twitter account. Why? He clicks that link and he's just like, what fucking movie did I make? <laughs> <laughs> Who are the on the verge of his,
1: on the verge of his, like, you know, his, his multi-billion dollar deal. Cause you know what? Like, that's Th- probably. The studio looks up his stuff. Oh, no. High school shooting the, what?
3: <laughs> hit, hit, I, I, I <laughs> bet. Up his plans. I bet,
4: I bet if, if, if you went and wrote Jordan Peele shooting, that movie, that would come up cause it's probably in oh, in the, in, in the keystrokes of like, uh-huh. Writing on Google. So if you were to look that, if you were to look him up, you're going to fucking see high school students the so, musical. So let's try, let's
1: try to repair it with, with Gone with the Wind 2. <laughs> yes. Yeah, by let's by try to repair his, yeah. his
4: tainted Robot career. Robot Wars
2: the Musical. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So or a, we can get musical into the musical writing done. team. We can get into the writing team, Amy Schumer. Let's, about. let's keep
4: Amy Schumer away from <laughs> air. <laughs> she's fucking awful. She's a, she's thief- a Long Island. She's, she's a fucking thief. Aww. Steals her TV jokes. show
0: was really. I liked her TV show. Yeah, really except smart. that
4: she totally stole skits from other people. And is that true? Did
1: yes. you really? Do
3: yeah, that? dude. Yeah.
4: There, if you there's a YouTube video I will, will show you later. Oh, good, episode, good. Amy, stop Stop doing things.
1: She's hashtagging the. Okay.
3: God, she's
4: fucking awful. But if you I want, want her, have you. her. I'm just going to be a dick about it because I can't stand thieves.
0: <laughs> um, that's, We know Will's opinion now. But, uh, <laughs> I
3: know,
1: right? <laughs> I'm not so do, do it. we want to go with Peel and Ridley Scott?
4: I think wow. that's an awesome Writing, duo. directing? Yeah. Yeah?
0: Let's do it.
1: Did you see Get Out? I didn't see Get Out. I didn't see no, Get I didn't see Out. Get but out. I, these guys are like, you know.
4: Oh, Get Out was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Fun.
1: It's a fun right, movie. I not,
4: I'm not... I have not seen it yet. That intro to that movie is fucking amazing. It's pretty... Uh... It's very serene. Right. Well, I still got to see it, so don't spoil the oh, intro. Well, did you find out that... Did you know that Darth Vader is Luke's dad at the end?
3: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All
1: right, well, All right let's,
4: let's sum it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's,
1: uh, I, somebody else says... Th- Will, can you All sum right. this up? Or Glenn, can you sum <coughs> Go this for it, up? Will. Because...
2: Well, if it's a success enough, <laughs> then you're going to have... Um, Robot Wars 2? Robot uh, Gone with the Wind, Robot Wars, the musical... Kids' version. Whoa. <laughs> oh, for kids. I thought you could say Gone with the Wind it's
1: the
4: 3 kids, Robot it's, Wars 2. But no, two. that's
2: after our film becomes It's the a, kids'
4: bop re- version of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to try to sum this up. All right, go for it. It's Gone with one. the Wind 2 Robot Wars, the musical, is a movie about Idris Elba who plays a time traveler who brings a robot back in time to help the South and the North build robots to end slavery. But in turn, over time, as this is happening, the robots become self-aware that they were building and take over the planet without Idris Elba knowing as he brings Scarlet O'Hara back into the future because they fall in love and they think everything's hunky-dory. Slavery won't exist. The war doesn't have to happen. By the way, that's the war that we lost, like, the most American citizens ever in. Uh, and they go into the future, and it turns out those robots... Themselves have taken over the world, taken over society, and now keep humans as slaves. Okay, so makes it, sense to well, me. And the war sense. really yeah. happens when in the it future. You break down like that.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: I got it. Damn, I'm on board. That so was, it's, a it's a new civil war. It's a new civil future. war. Yeah, so gone with the wind too. And it also points out <laughs> new that- new civil war.
4: <laughs> it, it also shows that at the end of the day, like man keeping man as slave is 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 just it's it's, it's stupid. It's redundant. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is black people and white people and all people of color having to come together to fight off robots. Robots who yeah. do, who are not, uh, like, who are not people, mm. not of color. I'm sure that they have multicolors, though. It's probably well, the, the new blue sla- ones. We won't get involved in the politics of the, the robots. The
0: new slavery, really? the new slavery is to technology. We are enslaved to our technology. And now. debt. Absolutely. And debt.
4: So if people complain book. about slavery then, think about slavery now. I'm over $100,000 financial, in financial oh slavery. financial. My God. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm a slave to my level. damn
0: phone, that's for sure. I mean, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm an audio slave. <laughs> R.A.P. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wow. R.A.P. <laughs> Chris Cornell. That was like a month ago, Pete.
1: Sorry. Well, Glenn, thank Never you forget. so much, man. And I'm it's, a movie it's, slave. It's, yeah, he's yeah, a movie exactly. slave. That's, that's true. We're all... Slate the cinema to this, the silver screen. Well, Glenn, thank you, man. Thank that was you. great. This was fun. Uh, you're going to come upstairs and pitch this movie to Mr. Hollywood. Yes. You're going to take the lead on this one. We're going to sit back. We're actually going to take a nap on his couch and you just you yeah. pitch this. You one do your thing. Your yeah. You do your You things. go up there and, and you bow. just
4: smack him in the face. Now, what you know? do I
2: say yeah. when he has his, uh, you know, his intern assistant who's just, you know, uh, taking and everything and saying, well, we don't have the proper demographics or whatever for this. You throw that pencil in your hand
0: into his eye.
4: <laughs> ah, I hope you're a good shot. You can always just stab him with it instead of throwing well,
0: it. You're 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 uh, you're a professor of film. You're almost, you know you're a teacher of film. You you might have to dumb down your talk because Mr. Highwood is anti-intellect. That's true. Tell he, him he this will yeah.
4: end slavery, and he'll be like, "I'll use it."
0: And besides, a- after five
1: seconds, he'll lose patience, and you know he'll want it. He'll th- get distracted by his phone but, and start yeah, tweeting.
4: He is going to offer you a taco bowl. That's true, because he does love Mexicans. <laughs> Should
2: <laughs> I even tell him that Gone with the Wind was even a movie?
4: <laughs> he's, no, he's no. probably going to think it's a hair product.
1: Gone
0: yeah. with the- <laughs> just, just talk about how much money this is going to make, and he'll be fine. Talking, talking, you know. talking. Dollar signs. Yeah, and exactly. he'll be okay. Don't it's, say it's anything tre- about his skin.
1: Use your hand a lot and say it's going to be tremendous. It's going to be huge. We're going to do great things. It's huge. You'll see. I must tell you. And it's, he loves that kind of talk. Yeah. It'll, it'll be butter in your hands, man.
4: Yeah, talk like it's you're like a Jewish person from Queens, and he'll totally love you. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: okay? Tremendous. Wonderful. Okay, Hollywood. we're going up the pitch. Gone we, did with it, the guys. we did it, guys. We did with it. We did it. We to Robot Wars, the musical. All right. Glenn, thanks. Can they, how can they find out more about your films and your projects and your, your events? How can the listeners find out more, if possible? You
0: have a GoFundMe for, I have a or a Kickstarter. Yeah. campaign yeah.
2: for yes, the Wendy film that's now finished, but there's still going to be legal fees here and there. And for thrilling, we definitely need.
0: You have a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe? I or? have a
2: GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. GoFundMe is definitely the way to go out of all three, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, um,
0: uh-huh. Yeah, just we'll we'll put links for that and
2: Okay, put links to that. I'll you know. Yes, we will. Yeah. Okay.
0: Share and donate. It's a good cause. Movies are always a good cause. Mm-hmm. All
2: right, man. And it's going to be very different movies. Yeah. All right, well, come upstairs with us. I'm pressing
1: the button, guys. Good pitch and we we'll it. see if uh the big man likes it. All right. All right sweet. here we go.
3: Ding.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you. Talk to you next
3: time.
4: Bye. You've been listening to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on your favorite podcast app. And
1: please don't forget to leave us a comment too. Listen and subscribe to the Pitch It Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episodes every week for free.